Good evening. Welcome back to another episode. This is going to be a banger. Um, we're going to talk about the Notorious B.I.G. murder, my perspective on his murder. Um, let's take a trip back to memory lane. Uh, back in 1997, summer of 1997, we lost one to two greatest MCs hip-hop ever seen. That was Tupac and your boy, Notorious B.I.G., now we have to remember there's no statute limitation on murder so um like i said that's why i started with the game over um theme because game over for a lot of those idiots in hollywood on uh, that being said your boy honeycomb p diddy sean calm puffy pud daddy whatever his name is i've been listening to your boy gene his former bodyguard gene deal real deal i would call him gene real deal holyfield um, from St. Louis, he used to be a bodyguard for, for Puff Daddy. Like I said, I don't have all the receipts. Everything I said is alleged, alleged, because, you know, I wasn't there, so I'm just listening to the man, giving his testimony and what he saw when he was there as a bodyguard. He talked about Mace. He said Mace won Puff Daddy. A lot of people won Puff Daddy not to take Biggie to the end. Biggie, unbeknownst to a lot of people, unbeknownst to myself, I was not aware. He didn't want to go to the Vibe Party. He was coerced to go there by Puff Daddy, uh, Honey Combs, and his crew. So a lot of those guys, they didn't want to go. Um, I think about D-Mac or whatever his name is, D-Mac, one of his crew from Junior Mafia. And later C's too, he's, you know, he keeps changing the stories every, every now and then. But like I said, I'm not going to get into him. That's what he said. I didn't know Charlie Baltimore was, uh, was biggest lover. I heard rumors, but Gene confirmed that. He said, yeah, there was boyfriend and girlfriend, unbeknownst to a lot of people. And um, and Little Kim was his bitch, according to Gene Deal from St. Louis. I, they used to call him Big Country because he used to play basketball back in back in the days. Yeah. Plus, he played basketball, I think, Clemson. I don't know which college you went to, but I think it was Clemson, if I'm not mistaken. But the brothers, you know, he's been dropping a lot of jewels. I listen to him, and he's, uh, you watch him on YouTube, um, Gene Deal conversation, cooking conversation. And I've been listening to the guy. There's a lot of things he said. It's true, man. Talk about I'll be sure how Puff, you know, Honeycombs took I'll be sure um, wife from him. And they were married. Kim Porter was married to I'll be sure. I'll be sure confirm it. I listened to I'll be sure. He said, yeah, we were married. And uh, I she said, like Jin said, one and twos. <laughs> one and two, you know, she used to smoke that cocaine back in the days, allegedly, right? Allegedly. Because I wasn't there. So I'm going by Jean Deal saying, one, she used to do the one and twos. The one and two is like the weed, and the two is the cocaine. So, like I said, uh, she used to do the one and twos. Um, that was referring to King Porter. But uh, what I wanted to say, what I wanted to address here on this uh, podcast was. Honeycomb, P. Diddy Comb, Sean Comb, Puffy Combs, was he the architect of um, P. Diddy murder, allegedly speaking? I'm like, there's a lot of fingers pointing at him because you have to understand that P. Diddy, he wasn't, he was hot, but he wasn't that hot until Biggie got, you know, passed. When Biggie died, this this mother effort just blew up. Like, Like he went, he went nitro. He just blow up. I mean, his album, if his album, No Way Out, went diamond. 
And for let's let's call a spade a spade. For those of you who from New York, from the East Coast, y'all can relate to what I'm saying. If you're from the East Coast, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He blew up like Nitro after Biggie assassination. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. Bear with me. Is that a coincidence? I want you guys to be critical thinkers. Is that a coincidence? Or that was just by design? Because he's no his album nowhere. And Puff Daddy's not a he's not even a rapper from what I he's not even a producer. Now he, you can give him credit. He know how to put talent together. He know how to organize party. That's his that's his pedigree. He know how to do parties and put um, artists together. But he's not a great, he's not a good producer. He's a, he's a good dancer, I'll give him that. He can dance his ass off. But as far as like, you know, making music, Puff Daddy is not is not it. Okay, there have been a, you know a lot of alleged like you know he was forced to give Felicia to Hunter Orwell back in Uptown, and allegedly speaking, I don't want to get sued. Allegedly, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff, man. And then with the gay stuff, you seen the video in the drunk, drink champ. You you guys have seen the video. I don't really do this celebrity crap, but I had to speak on this um, Biggie murder. That's why I put game over. Game Over as a soundtrack on my uh, the beginning of this podcast. It's because it's going to be Game Over. They, the truth shall come out. Because Biggie, they lied to Biggie's mother. They lied to us, his fans. They've been lying for the past 25 years now. They've been lying to us about this, this man's death. And the LAPD, they're just as crooked. They should have been released those information. Biggie was set up. You know, he was set up either by the by Clive or whether by Puff Daddy and we know Puff Daddy had a lot to say had a lot to do with it because he was the one that coerced Biggie to come to the West Coast because unbeknownst to a lot of us myself included I was not aware he was injured Gene the real deal Holyfield he dropped a bomb on us he said yes he was injured he was in a car accident he had a broken hip the brother couldn't barely walk so why would you do you I mean, how much money do you want why would you take him to California? You know that the guy was not he- healthy. He was in, in a lot of pain. And unbeknownst to a lot of us, he didn't go to a lot of those parties. He didn't go to a lot of those parties that they had out there when he was out there. The only party he went was the Vive party. That's the party he got killed. Okay, that's the party he got murdered at. The Vive magazine party. Okay? And um, I think D-Block, whatever his name is, D-Block... According to Gene Deal Holyfield, Gene Deal said, yeah, I was there. D-Black didn't smoke. He didn't drink. He was out there looking at us all funny looking. And then Biggie didn't have enough security. Most of the security didn't have no guns except for Gene. Gene Deal Holyfield. He's the only one that had fucking guns. According to his testimony. Because he was there. That's the reason why I listened to him. He was there. I look at all the old pictures. He was in every pictures I've seen. Now, you can make an argument and say, hey, John, that's his perspective. I, I get all that. I'm not a buffoon. I get all that. That's his perspective. But he was there. He told you Mace won P. Diddy honeycombs not to go to that party. Mace didn't have enough security. Mace himself, he was scared for his life. Because this whole, like I said, I told you guys before, this whole West and East Coast was created by the music industry to generate more money. And consequently, end up killing 
two of the best lyricists of the 21st century. You can make the argument. Two of the best. That's Tupac number one. Number two is Big and Small. And if you talk about Brooklyn lyricists, you know, you're going to say Big Daddy Kane. You're going to go, you got to throw Big and Small name in there as the best, the best lyricists that came out of Brooklyn. Then you throw Jay-Z. You can throw the other, the other cats out from Brooklyn. Uh, fabulous. But what I'm saying is, Biggie, besides Big Daddy King, he was the best lyricist that came out in the past 30 years from Brooklyn. Nobody can dispute that. I know Gene Dill had made a plea that he should be in a Hall of Fame. I concur. Biggie Small, Notorious B.I.G., should be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Now, I didn't know that um, Honeycomb, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy Combs on his masters. So... P. Diddy, you also about black excellence. Why don't you give the masters back to his mother, his publishing? Why don't you give that back to his biggest small mom? Why don't you give that to his son? Why would you be owning his publishing and his masters? That's the robbery. That's the hypocrisy with Honeycomb, P. Diddy Comb. You talk about, that's why Mace, Mace call you out. Mace say, listen, man, you talk about all this black excellent bullshit, but you own my masters. I'm willing to give you $2 million cash to return back my masters. You won't do it. Because you like to make all this money. And I know with Biggie Small, you have make hundreds of million dollars on Biggie Small. With merchandising, record sales, all that stuff, concert. You have make hundreds of million dollars since Biggie Small don't pass on. You have make hundreds of million dollars of Biggie alone. And we're not talking about the other artists you rob. Allegedly, right? Allegedly, you rob a lot of artists and a bad boy. That's how you couldn't keep no artists. You doing real artists, every real artist that go there, according to Jagger White, you chase him out. You couldn't take it. You couldn't take real artists. You had to get uh, people that was desperate, that was needy for fame, needy for money, and you abuse and use them. That's what you do. Now, when it comes to the gay stuff, I'm not really surprised that um, Honeycomb, you know, that's his new government name, Brother Love Honeycomb. Shout, shout out to Jagger White from Philadelphia, Honeycombs. I'm not surprised. And she said it because she's an insider. Also, I've listened to a lot of her uh, stuff. Now, you might say she's bitter. You might say she's crazy. Hey, that's your prerogative. I'm not going to tell you how to feel about this woman. But from what I'm hearing, she's dropping a lot of jewels out there. that She didn't even expose herself. She had nothing to lose. She exposed herself. Hello, and she have more to expose. You know, she have a lot, and I will do a podcast on her only. But I'm not going to talk about her right now. I'm talking about Gene Deal. Gene Deal, the real deal, Holyfield. That's my that's my name for him because he be dropping a lot of jewels on you guys' head. Now I know he got a lot of backlash from the haters. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Listen, the men was there. Yeah, Puffy fired him because he was there. He knows a lot of stuff about King Porter. Mace, um, Charlie Baltimore, Little Kim, Little C's, the whole Judy Marfield clique. He was around those people 24-7. He saw what's going on. He even said that um, Little Kim was stepping out on Biggie with one of the members of the Jubilee Mafia. Allegedly. 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 But what I'm saying is that there's a lot of things we don't know. That's why I listen to that. But he was a body. When you're a bodyguard, you're protecting somebody, you put your life you know your your life ahead for that for that person you 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 serving, 
So this guy was willing to die for that man. He told you that Puff Daddy was doing that that co-host, big and small, to go to Cali. Biggie didn't want to go. He didn't. Want and as a matter of fact, Biggie Small had a concert in in London. I was not aware of that. And the day that he died, he was broke, according to Gene Deal. He said they were still negotiating his second car because the first album he didn't make no money because, like I said earlier, Puff Honeycomb P Diddy had a lot of those um, publishing and, and merchandising. He had ownership of those things. So Biggie didn't make no money on the, on the album. And according to Gene Dill Holyfield, he was building a house back in Pennsylvania for his mom. He was building a house back in Pennsylvania for his mom. And he asked, I think he asked for a loan for 60000 so they can finish building the house for his mother in Pennsylvania. So my advice to... I know, I know Puff Daddy going to get exposed, Honeycomb. When the Jewish people are done with him, they're going to expose him just like they did with Bill Cosby, just like they did with Russell Simmons. And a lot of those people are going to get exposed. Now, we know that the, the, the music industry is very demonic, very, it's, it's very drug It's like what they call sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's what it is, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. They, they hook on sex. They hook on drugs. So what I'm saying is that I'm not saying everybody that works for the music industry or hook on, on, on sex or drugs. What I'm saying, we go by the law of average, and the law of average put me right. And they're also about Mary J. Blige, like how you got uh, Mary J. Blige on a leash, according to Jagger White. You know, Mary J. Blige is not really a singer. Not, she, she can't really sing. And I concur to that. She can't. She can't really sing. You know, she 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 she's alright looking, but all this drug drugs she was doing with KC from the Jodeci, allegedly, so that all mess up her whole life. But what I'm saying is that Sean Honeycomb, Puffy Comb, P Diddy Comb, Brother Love, he more like Honeycombs, cause I heard he liked to get his salad toss. Allegedly, he loved to get his salad toss. You know, how can you be in a video with a dildo? Who does that? What? Let, let me ask you guys a question. Have you seen the, the... I'm saying this man calling brothers daddies. I like sisters. Let's be real. If another man called another man daddy, that's very, that's highly suspicious. Why would you call another man daddy? That's what a woman does. Call her boyfriend, her boo thing, daddy. No other grown heterosexual man going to call another man daddy. That is so homo right there. Very homo. Okay, that's homo homosexual. You don't call another man daddy, a grown man at that. So those are the things that Jim Deal was talking about, cause he worked with him for all these years, like over 20 years. He worked for Puff Daddy, I think, I'll give or take. But what I'm saying is that he have laid the foundation that there's other. There's another documentary. I know he's working on a book. He about to release a book based on um, Notorious B.I.G. murder. Because he was there. He saw firsthand what happened to this man. He said Biggie didn't have no way. He didn't have no cover. He didn't have no security to help him. So that's how he ended up getting killed in California. He didn't want to go to California. His mother warned him not to go to California. His mother had called him from the hotel saying, What are you doing out there? You know you're about to get killed out there. What are you doing? You can get killed in California. And Puff, Puff Honeycomb, he knows that. He knows that if Biggie would then go over there, he would never. This is listen to me. This is what, according to Gene Deal, 
This was six months after Tupac got shot in Las Vegas. Six months. We're not talking about this is two years or three years past. This is six months. This isn't fresh, fresh out the box. Six months. And you took that man out there knowing that his life was in danger. You took him out there to be murdered for what? For capital gain, for fame, for money? Really? That's what you were doing? And we know how he got famous by screwing his artists over, stealing their publishing, their, 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 all that stuff allegedly, stealing their uh, publishing, their, their masters. That's how, he, that's how Honeycomb got rich. That's how Honeycomb got rich. And then we know that he's made hundreds of millions dollars of biggest small alone. Let's keep it real, it's been 25 years. You own his publishing, you own his masters, and plus the guy went diamond. That's 10 million records sold. 10 million records sold. That's diamond. Platinum is 1 million. Biggie went diamond. So, so do him. So is Puff, uh, Honeycomb. Puffy comes. No way out went diamond. If I recall, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys can go ch- check out the, the, the sound scan. I think they went diamond too. Mace always. Mace. I think he went diamond by now. Because Mace, at that time, I think Mace sold about 6 million records. And that was back in 97. So we in 2020, 2020. Of course he went diamond already. Mace went diamond. No Way Out went diamond. Life After Death went diamond. So all that money went to Clive and, 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 um, and Puff Daddy. Honeycombs. That's his new government name. Not Bloody Love. Honeycomb, shout out to Jagger White in Pennsylvania. Shout out to that sister. She's a she's a thoroughbred. She's a real lioness. She, she she's keeping it real. You may say she's crazy, but that lady's not crazy. Listen closely. She's not crazy. She might be bitter, but she ain't crazy. She's not crazy by by a long shot. Even Gene Deal Holyfield, real deal Holyfield, can concur to what I said. So I'm gonna call this podcast. Um, Notorious B.I.G. murder Gene Deal Spilled the beans Because he did spill the beans on a lot of stuff There's a lot of stuff that he hasn't released yet He says he's going to put it on his books um, He's about to release a, a, a novel Based on the Notorious B.I.G. murder I would like to interview Gene Deal That brother's a thorough brother, man I listen to him, he's very thorough, man He's like, yo, listen, man, I'll do this I'm not a, you know I'm not a punk. I'm, I'm in the streets every day. I'm in the streets. So, yeah, I stay in five-star hotel. I, you know, I wear Versace suits. I wear Gator shoes. I got Versace. You know, I got he's into watches like myself. You know, I got Cartier. I got Rolex watches. You know, I got all those, all those, those watches in, in my closet. So, you know, he lived with the best. He worked with the best. He's seen the best. He's seen the good, the, the high, the lows. You know, the bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He have seen that. He have seen it working for those celebrities. He worked for Scott Storch. I think he left P. Diddy. He worked for other high-profile celebrities, A-listers. Not B-listers, A-listers. So he's seen a lot. He's talking about J-Lo, uh, J-Lo how J-Lo was, he's talking about the murder, the shootout in the club. We know that Puff Daddy was behind that. And Shine took the L for that. Shine. Shout out to Sean. He took the L for that. He didn't, he didn't shoot the person. He wasn't him. He was one of his bodyguards that shoot that person, according to um, the, the, paper, uh, the police report. 
But Sean had to take the L. And Jennifer know that. But the thing is, I, according to Jagger White, he have a lot of paperwork on Jennifer. Maybe he have some videos on Jennifer doing some illicit things. Who knows? Because they were together for like two years, two, three years. So who knows what he got on her or what she have on him too. We don't know. But P. Diddy Comb, Honeycomb, he, he's going to be exposed. And when he get exposed, a lot of people are going to be exposed too. Those are people that he pay off to keep their mouth shut. They're all going to be exposed. This is 2020. It's time for us to tell the truth about what happened behind closed doors to our artists. Especially all artists, black and white. But we focus on, on biggest small murder. You know, um, a murder have no capital. There's no a capi- uh, capital um, limitation on a murder. So the, the case is still open. The biggest small murder case is still open, wide open. So I, I would suggest that we open, and that's what Gene Deal said. They should reopen his case and do another trial. They, they should reopen the case and do another trial of the biggest small. And he, he, he was loved by millions of fans, millions of people. Especially Brooklyn, they loved this man like a god. He was more like a god, god figure. Not only Brooklyn, New York, the whole New York State. New York City loved this guy like a god, man. He was like a freaking god. And he, was, he died too young. At his prime, 24 years old. This guy was at his peak, at his prime, man. Can you imagine Biggie Small still alive? You would not even hear of Jay-Z that much. You would not, the only person you probably hear from would be Nas, because Nas was still doing his thing. But a lot of those, you would not even hear for Puffy. Puffy would not even drop, able to drop an album if Biggie was alive. He knows that. Honeycombs, honeycombs. He knows that. Calling people daddy. Homo. That is a homo shit. Calling another man daddy. You need to stop that homo shit, honey, honeycombs. Your time is up, brother. Your time is up. You need to spill the beans. Tell the truth, honeycombs. Tell the truth. It's time to spill the beans on Biggie's murder. And if you, if you play a part of it, let's be clear, man. I know you pay a lot of people off. Or you kill some people, too. Kim Porter, allegedly. Allegedly. Heavy D. Allegedly. Alleged. Alleged. Uh, some of your bodyguards were, were go, going missing. Nobody know where they at. But you pay a lot of people off to keep their mouth shut. But eventually, when those Jews are done with you, they will expose your dirty deeds. They will expose you. And everybody will see you for who you really are. A conniving, a backstabber motherfucker. That's what you are. It's time to come out and tell people what's really happened with Big and Small. And all those artists you have stolen their masters and publishing from them. They, this, that's not Black Excellent or whatever that is, Black Excellent. Whatever that is. That's not how you treat your people. Especially to those who have put their life in danger for you. Who have died for you. It's time to come clean. PDD Combs, Honey Brother Love, Honey Combs, his government name, Honey Honeycomb. Shout out to Jagger White, a true lioness, a true thoroughbred. Shout out to Gene Deal, a true thoroughbred, a true lion out here in the street exposing this bastard. One love, take care. This is your boy, John Rosenberg. Take care.